0: Hi there this is Amanda the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thanks so much for hitting the go button on this week's podcast. I will disclaimer this podcast this week straight away it's not going to be uh, light and loving and fluffy uh, like the last couple of weeks with the manifesting in uh, from a place of joy. Uh, I want to talk to you about coping mechanisms that we can uh, implement in our life with the Uh, terrorist acts that occurred over the weekend, how social media handled it, how uh, the evolution of uh, grief and anger play a part in how things pan out and most of all talking again to the concept that there are only two reactions in life and that is uh, fear and love reactions and how to recognize uh, a fear reaction and to go through it. Uh, and to choose another option to keep your emotional strength in play so this podcast is going to be a little bit longer than normal so uh, bear with me and I do encourage you to download it if you think that you would like to go back to listening to it and also if you have people around you that are sitting in a place of extreme anger uh, or fear Around traveling or life experiences those sorts of things uh, to share it with them uh, So that they may take on some of the Notions that I'm going to present to you today So to start with I would like to speak about uh, the social media reaction and the uh, What are we going to call it the initiative that Facebook launched with being a um, able to check in and say that you are safe if you are in Paris and also the flag um, graphic that you could put on your profile picture Uh, I know that when I saw the news that there had been a terrorist attack it was you know when I first saw it 34 people had been killed and um, I remember looking at my phone with wide-eyed disbelief uh, because I was meant to be in Paris uh, this week Uh, I was traveling to the UK to speak and a whole heap of things uh, didn't eventuate so that I wasn't meant to be there and I remember looking at the dates because I'd booked a day to go to Paris with a girlfriend who was also over there and remembered looking at Black Friday and thinking oh I don't want to go on that day and as a an energy worker I feel things and it's not often that I've looked at Black Friday and thought oh something bad's going to happen uh, but I did that day so I'd planned to be there on the 12th and to uh, I was looking at staying overnight to come home uh, go sorry go back to the UK so when everything showed up on Facebook around the uh, killings I Quickly changed my profile to the one, the picture with the flag. And then, as does social media in its role today, uh, I was to learn that there had been other attacks in other parts of the world, you know, um, Kabul, Beirut, Iraq, uh, and then further to that, that there had been earthquakes in Japan and Mexico. Uh, to the point where I also was able to see a post that suggested that 115,000 people had lost their lives over the weekend which is a huge wave of death uh, and sadness and grief uh, when you look at it from a global scale in any numbers like also if you just look at how many people died in Paris uh, that's too many in one hit. Then I started to see people changing their graphics or their profile pictures back to plain without the flag because they'd learnt that uh, Lebanon hadn't been um acknowledged that there was no flag picture for them all those sorts of things so that's what I want to talk to I'm not somebody that watches the news or trolls news sites to see what horrible things have happened Uh, because of the advent of social media uh, things will show up in our profile. So I want to speak to those who had uh, their French flag on their picture and then removed it because um, society hadn't uh, acknowledged the other loss of life in the other Middle Eastern countries. We can only go by what we read on social media and in the news and if media outlets are only going to uh, cover things that happen in First World Nations that aren't war-torn uh, that's what we get to see and we get to send our thoughts and love and feelings of peace to that situation so for me as the other things came about with the other countries that had uh, suffered terrorist acts the French flag became a sign of peace for all things and to withdraw the the French flag saying that uh, Facebook hadn't covered the other countries from my point of view of trying to look at logical reasons and not that there's anything sinister behind anything France Paris in particular is a a tourist destination it's a place you go to if you're in love with somebody if you want uh, a food and wine adventure if you're looking at uh, you know historic culture um, the sense of vibrancy that the city brings uh, and and therefore the country you know uh, Beirut Lebanon Iraq Kabul are not places that people go to live a lifestyle of, of food and wine and things like that. You know, that's not to say that the country's history isn't rich, it's fabulous. And it's such a shame that they are war-torn countries because if you had a look at some of the history in that region, it's fascinating. Um, and I'm sure should the wars end and peace be restored to those regions, they would become tourist destinations. So when mainstream media flies into support for France it's not in my mind taking away from what the others suffered but more to the point of this is the 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 wider community needs to see that this is a bad thing and they need the global front behind it. Then as other people started to say well what about Lebanon what about Beirut, what about Kabul? We're all able to say, well, yeah, those two. So it's no sense of blame. And this is going into that notion of um, understanding that we are only able to respond with the things that we know about. To sit there and send love to France and then realize that other countries had been ignored than to withdraw our support from France because it's like we'll take that Facebook and media outlets. It's not necessary, it's a, a situation of okay let's just add them to the equation. So that sort of forms the part of um, the grief aspect of this concept with the terrorism happening and then we get informed about other things and it gets taken off topic so the thing that happened on friday is the notion of what was presented to us because in a first world nation people were you know at restaurants they were at the cinema they were at a uh, sorry at a theater and then at um a game of rugby and they they're not able to was it rugby or soccer they're not they're just having fun as they do it's the those kind of things where these kind of things rob people of their ability to live their life so the grief follows on the blame game and we're taken off topic of just sending peace and love and then the biggest part of this equation is for those of us who are listening to this or, the, or living in first world countries. Now I'm in Australia. All that I can do from where I sit is to send love um, if there are donations that can be made or things like that where people need support we can do that and sending aid those sorts of things giving where we can spreading the message of peace you know i was sitting there wondering um if anybody from the people that organized these terrorist raids with the quantity of global support uh sat there and have felt like it was insignificant or like they you know when a bully gets um shown up for who they are in a schoolyard and they feel like they've lost their power I'm wondering because of the global support that went through to say ah, this is not happening anymore and those sorts of things whether the people who perpetrated these acts feel like their power has been taken away that was just a thought that I had over the weekend but to pull it back into now and around the fear of um Travelling or what's this world coming to and this is across the board with any Situations where you are sitting there looking at situations that happen in a single moment Okay, there's a graphic uh, that that goes around that says imagine what can change in one day um, From and the, the, the comments are all one day and I've changed it to one moment in one moment a whole heap of people were murdered in three separate areas in Paris in one moment a whole heap of people were murdered in Lebanon with a uh, suicide bomber in one moment there was a an an earthquake in Mexico uh, and I'm still yet to see how many people are suffering as a result of that one moment in Australia Our day goes on, our life goes on, Uh, that one moment has now passed and we can still hold our support uh, for those things and sit there and get into discussion around why and who's at fault and all of those sorts of things but you're robbing yourself of the joy of one moment that has passed and it hasn't infiltrated your now. Okay, so this is where we get into the personal development, emotional strength training thought processes bring yourself back to your now If you're listening to this it means that you're sitting in a situation or standing in a situation where you have internet facilities You have the time to listen You have electricity You have a mobile phone or a computer Your life is really fortunate And the uh, energy associated with gratitude when it comes to that that you are one of the myriad people in the world that is alive that hasn't suffered uh, pain or death through these horrible acts if you are somebody that knows someone who has died or has been injured in any of these attacks the sorrow and the grief that you are going through um, right now is is absolutely your truth and you should go through it you should work through it and that you know one of the phases of grief is anger I think the next one is is bargaining but it's the the point that you bring it back to your now now it's this is not a selfish way to think it's bringing you back to a space and time where you're able to see that you can still go on and walk your talk and live your truth in without fear now to to go into the to the notion of if you're looking at traveling or if you are frightened of just you know going to town or something like that because the the thought that any random person could have a backpack and you know blow things up or have a gun in them like what happened at the siege in Sydney one of the things that's a really important part of our existence is to have faith and trust that our order has been met or is being met by the the universe god source whatever word you want to use so because to go back to the uh, example of me not being in the UK uh, at this time I have nil allowance to not grow old to see my children grow old nil allowance I have said and been very adamant in that in my emotional strength training so one of my affirmations uh, virtually daily is thank you for letting my children grow old uh, with health happiness and prosperity uh, and I visualise being old myself and seeing my children grown up with their children, those sorts of things. That's my reality. It's the same for you. Like when I was going to travel to the UK, I, every time I tra- travel to leave my family, I always set my order. Thank you for bringing me home safely. Thank you for keeping them safe for when I return home. So it's the notion that when these things happen in the world and it causes you to sit there and think well now i can't travel or now i can't um experience freedom is that actually true is that the thing that is is your truth like in the in the countries that are besieged at the moment that is absolutely their truth you know i've often had a, a smile at the irony of living in this country when we see our fighter jets at uh, celebrations and things where they're showing off how groovy they are because they can fly and do twirls or with our old F-111s they could do the dump and burns and our sitting there with our eyes wide open I remember a day where I was driving along uh, in western Brisbane and an F-111 was flying straight at me and I could see the pilot it was that low and I broke out laughing because it was so exciting and then all of a sudden I thought, geez, if I was in Lebanon, I'd be shitting myself right about now. And that was years ago. It's, I can feel pain and I can feel sadness for the people in these other countries living these situations, living the horrors that show up in their life every day. The, uh, the refugee crisis that is going on around the world is harrowing it's 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 disgusting to think that people are that frightened that they feel safer getting on a rickety boat than staying in a country with the fear of being murdered like one of the graphics that I read over the weekend ISIS have murdered over a hundred thousand Muslims in the last two years so the Syrians are doing whatever they can to get out and to save themselves and their children. That's abhorrent. How the, the, the government bodies around the world aren't taking the people to task with having that kind of exodus because they don't feel safe in their own country. But as somebody that's living in... Um, in Australia who has a family of her own that needs to focus on our own daily life here to ensure that my family live the lifestyle that we're living here I can only offer my prayers and thoughts and donations if it comes up and speaking my truth around tolerance and understanding and empathy and compassion and focusing on Um, those people around me who also live that mindset we can't we rob ourselves of our own truth in our own everyday's in our own now if we're going to sit and worry or feel too scared to go and and travel and experience people you know that's one of the things in all of the years of my travel uh, and I have done a lot since I was 16 years old Every human that I have come across in my travels to other countries, third world, first world, and all in between, are the same. We are all about the same thing, and that is being accepted, being loved, being heard, being nurtured. The, the friendliness that comes with people who are, you know, humanitarian based. We're here because we all recognize that we're human and having that faith and trust that your universe source god whoever will let you know when you're not supposed to be somewhere even down to as far as if you have you can't find your keys to get in the car and it's doing your head in because you need to get to an appointment and for whatever reason you just can't find your keys go into faith and trust that your your universe or I call them dead people have just played something out that you're not to me- meant to be in your car at that time on the road at that time because something that's not in your greatest and highest good or your order for life wasn't meant to pay- pan out so it's that piece that you come to and I'm sure as soon as you get to that piece you will find your keys and you'll be able to go for the drive will be wherever you want to be it's why everything panned out for me not to be in the UK right now and I'm good with that I'm an energy person that kind of grief and and fear and then the fear and uh, of my children and my husband thinking that i had been caught up in that wasn't part of our agreement so that's sort of trying to pull everything together I'm hoping that by spelling it out this way you're able to understand why it started with Paris and then all of the other things came to light the things that don't make the news it's the media that bring us the news and for those of us who don't watch the news channels who don't sit there uh, and listen to you know the international news or whatever to come up to date you know I personally don't do it because there's that much of it Uh, I personally chosen to stay away because the the energy that comes with that kind of loss our our times are going through this this year has seen so much loss it's not funny Uh, the more that these things happen and globally we stand together those people who are all for peace get to stand up and say no by offering our energy towards no by sitting up saying I have nil allowance for this to happen in my life the more people that can stand and say it's just an experiment you know like think about medicine right now they have just announced trials here in Australia where they're injecting uh, people with hookworm larvae to see if it can't overcome celiac disease hookworm larvae are being put into people's bloodstreams to ensure that there is science around suggesting that they will be able to turn celiac disease around in the next 10 or 15 years. I'm suggesting along with all of my energy workers and energy healing is that if you start saying in your head as soon as possible I have nil allowance for traumatic death for my joy to be robbed of me in experiencing my life they will set an energetic vibration that doesn't involve injecting anything in your bloodstream it's just a thought there is science now that is available that shows that thoughts become things so it's it's not a, a matter of being fearful it's being adamant in your instructions I have nil allowance for this to show up in my life I have nil allowance for this to be up close and personal The more of us that can think that and send the energetic vibration out of no we're playing our part we aren't the military organizations we aren't in government we aren't in the army we aren't in like first responders those of us who are having to be on the ground to fight with aggression those of us who would never think to do that where our part is sending our thoughts because thoughts become things the notion of thoughts becoming peaceful things is where we can make a difference sitting there in fear or in hate for another religion is not going to solve the issue hate will also become things and it will also make the greater difference and I'm sorry about that background noise we have somebody that's using a blower just up the road these organic messages recorded for the greater good so hopefully I've uh, I have helped please uh, do find me on Facebook AmandaFoy.Official uh, and if you want to post any comments or thoughts or say your intention for humanity I know that for some it may sound a little bit hairy arm-pitted um, unicorn but Please believe me when I say that thoughts become things and positive thoughts or thoughts of of complete like nil allowance. I have full allowance for health, happiness and peace. That's another way of doing it. I have full allowance for peace and well-being in and around me and my family. There's nothing wrong with saying that or I have full allowance for peace in um, other areas of the world. I know it can seem a little bit like that drop in the ocean, but there's that uh, quote going around by Mahatma Gandhi uh, at the moment, one dirty drop of water uh, into an ocean doesn't make the rest of the water dirty. Okay, so you're able to um, do your part in the smallest possible way. But with, you know, 7 billion people on the planet, let's say 1 billion of us uh, get to do that, in society imagine what kind of difference we would make and it's only because this is what we can do with what we have and that's how we can progress so with that I'm going to leave now because the blower is getting (laughs) worse and I wish you uh, peace happiness and health always bye for now